Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm here with Eric. Am I allowed to ask your surname, Eric? Yes, it's Lawton. Eric Lawton. Yes. And he is the bar manager. I think he does lots of things around the place, but he's bar manager tonight upstairs at the St. Helens Theatre Royal. Yes. And I've got to tell you, Eric, he pulled me to one side and he said he's got to tell me about real ghost issues they've had here. Eric, please regale us. Right, well, last Christmas when the pantomime was on, um, I was working three shifts. And in in between the... Right, okay. And in between the second and the third shifts, I went for a wee. And when I was having a wee, uh, I felt someone uh, touch my back and rub the hand on the back of my head. Right. And did that uh, make... Did you get bashful bladder with that? Because I would Yes, I did. I, yeah, I, I did right. a little bit more weed than I perhaps should have done. How when much I did weed that. did you...? Probably, ooh, three-quarters of a pint. Three-quarters of a pint of weed? Yeah. But, but, but it probably would have been a pint had not someone rubbed... Oh, yeah, definitely, the, yeah. I mean, okay. I, I do back a So, just to get the maths right, it, it would have been a pint of weed, but it was only three-quarters. Yeah, Carry on. Pint of weed, yeah. And, uh, well, it, it really put the willies up me, if you know what I mean. Right. Um, and I did mention it to, uh, to, to the rest of the staff, but they just... Well, they think I'm mental, but that's... Where were you? And first of all, did you manage to do the other quarter of a pint of weight? I did later on, yes. It was you just held on to it, it and then... It was very difficult, but I did manage to get shot Right, OK, there. they got shot of that. Yeah. Right. Eric, where was this toilet, then, exactly? And will you show it to me? Directly above us, and right. I will show it to you, yes. That's right, not a okay. problem. And... Should we go up there and see where you did the three quarters of a week? Yes, we can do that. Okay, right we're now. going now. Join us in a second. Do we have to expose myself? No, no. No, no. I don't need you to recreate the incident. No, no. It's all right. Yeah. I'm currently walking up the stairs with Eric. Eric, this is just a standard toilet, is it here? Yes, it's, uh, it's dark now, but the lights will come on automatically. Right, the that's lights do come on. Now... That's, that's automatic, it's not a ghost. We're go- it's not a ghost. No, that is not a ghost. It just happens, does it? Okay. Well, the, we're, we're familiar with it. There's a trough. Well, and that's... on the far trough. Uh, OK, now, is this right? Is this true, really? Yeah, this is true. I'll start standing there, doing my thing, and all of a sudden I felt something. Eric is now currently demonstrating an adult male urinating. Yes. Thank you. I've seen it, I've seen it before, don't worry. Yeah. And um, so behind you, what, just show me what it did. It put its hand on the back of my neck yeah. and rubbed its hand over my hair like that. Shit! And, uh, well... Um, to be honest, I need that to go to one of the cubes. Absolutely. It feels like he did come out of that cube. With Mal was very, very loose. Eric, should we call on... Spirit, if you're here... 
Ribbit! Who did you tell about this? I thought we were colleagues and he just knocked me. What did he say? He said, Dobby's a stupid. Stupid? Yeah, Is that what he said? Yeah, yeah. You could take it to the union, couldn't you? Well, I could do, yeah, if I was in one, but unfortunately I'm No, okay. I'm not in the union. I did tell the wife. Well, I, I know for a fact that there is a statue with gainful employment in the theatres that if you don't manage to finish your way due to a ghost, right. if management don't take any notice, you are perfectly entitled to offer your notice and for them to pay your redundancy. Well, that's we're going to leave the toilet now in case we are incurring the wrath of the head rubber. We call him a head rubber, shall we? Yeah, yeah, that's all. I'm happy with that. You're happy with that? Yeah, I'm very happy with that. Eric's happy with the head rubbing title. Whether the ghost is, I don't know. Eric, thank you very, very much. It's my pleasure. And let's leave this toilet now, shall we? Let's leave thank you. Solid. Eric Larton there, thank you. Ready? Hey guys, namaste, we're back for another week. Let's get on with it. We've got, we got such a packed show, yeah. we've barely got time for any niceties, but she's here, she is rather nice. It's Linda Bloody Pollock, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, Linda. Hello. What have you been up to, my love? Oh, well, I went out again, which is always a positive, isn't it? Apart from when it's a negative. And right. in this case, I have come to a realisation that I'm now of an age where if I'm going to sit down all night, I want it to be comfortable. And oh. I can't concentrate if I'm on a hard chair. I totally agree. What What was not comfortable? I went to a comedy club. They'd wedged us all in, right? Yeah. Oh. It was, I'm not a very tall person. No, quite. There were some tall people there. Yeah. And they were virtually knees to chest. It was like yeah. flipping camping. Right. And funny as the acts were, mm. all I could think about was how my bum was turning into oh. a square. Oh, my fucking God. I couldn't agree more. You know when it feels like your bones have drifted down and they're actually touching the hard plastic? Oh. Oh, it's just horrible. It was horrible. Really horrible. Linda farted in the kitchen. I couldn't have farted on that chair. There wasn't room. (laughs) I've got to tell you, I couldn't agree more. I went... uh, Sorry, just digressing for a second here, Linda, before we get to the spooky. Spooky! You know, I went to Windermere was like a couple of weeks ago oh, for yeah. a little break. Yeah. And they have, you know, we went on, a, you've gone on a lovely cruise. I've been on that, cru- yeah, on that in the cruise. Yeah, the steam. So bugger thing. all. Right. Now, it's all very lovely, but you sit outside on a very hard benchy thing. Yes. And you think, well, this is going to be lovely sitting outside. But after a while, in the cold, on the, you know, on a, on a wooden bench, on this steam liner thing that goes up and down uh, Windermere. Yes. Very uncomfortable, very uncomfortable. It takes away from the enjoyment of anything. It's like having cold feet. If you've got freezing cold feet, you can't concentrate on anything else. If you've got an aching arse, yeah. yes. same goes. Yes, I've got to tell you this, actually, just thinking about that. This was really, really pathetic. Now, pardon me, people, because this is another um, scatological um, reference. Here we here. go. But do you know when you mean... <laughs> I cannot be trusted to be with proper adult human beings. We were going, me and a little friend of mine, we're going to go on this river cruise, you know, lake cruise of Windermere down in Bonnets. Yes. Lake Windermere. I know it well. Right. So we were down there. And you know you meet people, we got talking to people who are doing a lot of travelling. And they, they say things like, oh, we did India. We did Udaipur. We did Jaisalmir. Oh, we've done, the, we've done the peaks. We've done the lakes and all that. Anyway, we're queuing up. I kid you not. It's just so pathetic. Queuing up for what they call the steamer. <laughs> <laughs> we did a steamer last year. 
<laughs> yeah, I did a steamer last year, you know, when we were at... Uh, you never forget, do you? <laughs> never forget. You did a steamer, love, didn't you? You did a steamer... Uh, it was a two-window job. <laughs> Pathetic, so I couldn't really join in. This is why I should not be allowed out with adult people, because I can't join in. Someone only has to say something that has a rather pathetic double entendre, yeah. and I just fall about laughing. Anyway, I remember years ago, hold on, going to uh, Austria yeah. with my brother and, and my mum and dad. And we stayed in, you know, like at the very middle class, of couchette, you know, where you sleep overnight. Oh, I've seen them on the telly, Lovely. yeah. Lovely. Very Michael Palin. That's right, very Michael Palin. Not like us, we didn't do that sort of mm-hmm. thing very much. Holiday camps we went to a lot, but for some reason we went and we stayed overnight in this thing and we and in the morning <laughs> there was a bloke with his wife and he was from Scotland and he kept saying, and fuck the, and fuck the, you know, and, and, and fuck the, and last year and fuck the... <laughs> <laughs> and fucked her. My wife and I, we went to went to a bar in and fucked her. And, <laughs> and it, was, it was in fact yes, her. In yes, fact her. but it didn't my, sound like that, did it? My brother and I could not stop laughing. Well, I really hope that you enjoyed those few little anecdotes there. What do the judges say? The judges have their scores. Yes. Thank you. And what do you think of the story about me going to Austria in Fokter? Oh, only one. Can't win them all, can you? Can't win them all. What were you going to say? Was it something equally No, I was just wondering what... No, probably, but it's completely gone. But I'm just wondering what the answer is, because, you know, we're advancing in years and it's only going to get more uncomfortable. Do we take a cushion wherever we go or do we just grow our backsides? Well, that's very depressing. Thank you very much for that. Now, you're not going to believe this. Mm. We've got bloody Yvette Field. I don't believe you. Yes, all those years we tried to get her. Here's an interview that we did, well, about half an hour ago, with Yvette Field. Have a listen to this. We tried for so long to get this lady to come on the podcast. I don't even know whether she was aware we were trying to get her on the podcast. Well, at we one point, on. I thought there might have been a restraining order because well, you were I, trying quite hard, I went you? up to her house yes. and everything, threw stones at the windows. Uh, <laughs> a bit like Most Haunted. Anyway, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Please welcome Yvette Field. And you know she is presenter, writer, children's presenter, adults presenter, all-round good egg and great fun, media personality. But today, in the guise of young person's author, Yvette, are you reading us? I'm sorry, Clinton. It's just that when you go very high, do you actually rise up in the seat? (laughs) No, that was something that Linda put on my chair. I think it's one of my feathers tickling my fancy. (laughs) Um, oh, you enjoyed it, love. That's the I, I enjoyed it. All right, Yvette, Yvette, thank oh. you for being on it. I mean, in a paranormal podcast like ours, <laughs> someone like you on it, and particularly, I can't think of anyone else. Can you? Who who would be more royalty to have on a paranormal podcast than well, Yvette? Well, maybe Field. the Queen through a Ouija board. That might. Work. Oh, that's a good idea. Write that down, Linda. Right, Quick, the Queen. Contact the Queen. Why didn't we think of that before? There's the Queen and there's Doris Stokes. 
And then there's Yvette. Yes. Um, I know you are a very, very big believer. You know, there are people who would probably think, oh, she's a media personality. Mm. She's hooked onto this. It might as well have been, it could have been cookery. It could have been, you know, current affairs. She's gone for the ghosts. But you are a very strong believer in the other world, the supernatural, aren't you? I am. I'm so passionate about it. It's taken over my life. I mean, I've been investigating um, hauntings for 20 years now. um, And it really does. It's taken over my life. I find it completely and utterly fascinating. Um, I've started to invite, well, we always have, but more so than ever, journalists to come to the house to and come on investigations to show that what we do is a real investigation because it's upsetting because when the show was on TV, because of Ofcom regulations, they put on the front, this is for entertainment purposes only. Well, it used to really get my goat. I was so angry because I thought it's, and so we started our YouTube channel and we put very proudly on each program. This is not for entertainment purposes only. This is a real investigation. We stand by our findings. That's what I'm thinking of doing on our podcast ostensibly it is for entertainment purposes but you might not be all that entertained trade description isn't it, really? <laughs> yeah, it's a fairly entertaining purposes i might put on. <laughs> mildly diverting where we are now we've got the benefit of video i can see uh yvette in her house they pop those back on my love and she was gonna t- <laughs> that's nice uh just that's it just to hold it there and she was gonna t- it's about um, a journey to come round and was a little bit doubtful. And what happened, Yvette? Tell us what happened. Well, it marvellous because um, this particular um, journalist um, and the crew, they had a camera crew with them. Yeah. And uh, we started to call out. We did a seance and um, uh, a relation came through. And um, through um, the rapping and tapping phenomena, yeah. uh, and I use a thing where I point at letters on the alphabet, and yeah. then this particular relation was talking to this journalist. When you get this knocking and rapping phenomena, when you knock, basically, I'll point to the first yeah. line of the alphabet and I'll say, is the first letter on this line? And it'll knock twice for yes, once for no. Then I'll go in a sequence along each letter and I'll say knock to the letter. It's quite a long process, as you can imagine. Anyway, this is what we were doing. And this this person, this journalist was asking out, um, you know, who is it? Anyway, this relation's name came through. And then I said, ask very specific questions. So this person, this journalist did what was um, the colour of my first car, what was the um, nickname that I had, what was um, my first pet, what was it called, loads of specific, that nobody else would have known. So basically non-Googleable answers. Absolutely. Nothing that we would have known. Anyway, everything was coming back correct. Um, And then then this spirit was giving personal messages about this journalist's life and about how she, you know, basically, um, you know, uh, keeping it very short, she was basically saying, stop grieving for me don't be sad you know you've got to carry on with your life type thing yeah mixed in with private things well this journalist was in tears the camera crew was in tears and I I, honestly I was I gave her a hug at the end and I said please please can you get your paper to come and do more 
I yes. said, and can we bring scientists in, please? I said, because yes. there's something going on here. Yes. I said, and we really need to start taking it seriously. I said, and it never has been. Yes. And I understand why, because if I watch Most Haunted or other ghost shows, when, you know, yes. when they first come out, I thought, what a load of shit. It's people throwing things yes. and, and all yes. of that. Um, and the thing is, when people come on Most Haunted, they're made to sign a contract that says, if you are caught doing things that are not real, then you will be asked to leave the show. Right. And we have had, in the past, when we first started, yeah. we had a couple of people that did do that, and we've got them on video, and we had to we had to yeah. let them go. Well, one of them can't... was called Derek Akora, of course. Yeah. I'm not naming any Not saying name. anything about it. <laughs> no, that's right. Well, look, we take it very, very serious here, and we do something where we unearth the charlatans, don't we? Oh, yeah, we winkle them out, don't we? We winkle them out, and we with various publications, and I'm not... I'm not going to point fingers or indeed a planchette to anyone. I'm just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly spat my coffee out. Basically, come on. We do like to unearth people who we, we accuse of trying to pull the wool over people's eyes. That's what we're all about as well. Which leads me very, very nicely to your other hat which is as an author. Oh, yes. Because, yes, there is a certain amount of entertainment in this, and this is something you've written for, mm. we call it young people, not children, really, because it is a little bit scary. You've written a book, and I'm sure everyone will be aware of this, because there's been a lot of publicity about it, and it is called The Ripper of Whitechapel by Yvette Fielding, which also does not only Jack the Bloody Ripper, but two young children who start to haunt a local school. Can you please tell us, is it appropriate material for young people? Because Jack the Bloody Ripper was a serial killer. And a shit. Let's and a right shit. In, in that order. Okay. Well, first of all, the book is the second in the series um, called The Ghost Hunter Chronicles. So the first book was The House in the Woods, where we're introduced to three 13-year-olds and they accidentally come across the world of the paranormal. Anyway, it turns out that Jack the Ripper is involved yeah. with these children somehow. Right. But they have to unravel what the connection is and why his ghost is haunting this particular area. Um, <clears throat> and it's a, it, it really is quite a frightening, a frightening book uh, and one that shouldn't be read just before bedtime. Um, but I did always ask because uh, we do under 16 ghost hunts for yes. most haunted events. Yes. And I did ask them and I said to all the children, what do you think about this idea? And they loved it. And they said, yes. the scarier, the better. And one, one kiddie said, I like to shake under the duvet with total... I, I like to do that most of I thought you might. Well. I thought you might yeah. do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, tell me, Yvette, is there something positive for kids? I've got... I'm, I'm, I'm duty-bound to ask, or is it just wallowing in the horrors of serial killing? Because... I want something positive for the kids. Okay. Well, yes. <clears throat> the positive side of it all is, mm. is that um, these three teenagers end up, um, part of their job is to help rescue trapped souls from mm. young children right through to really yeah. old ancient ghosts that have been hanging around because they're too yeah. scared to go to the other side. And yeah. I base that on truth. 
Yeah. So one of my jobs is privately, not on camera, is wow. I actually go to people's private homes and actually help them move people onto the as other side. I. As do I, Yvette. I, and you're I. very good at it. We should um, do something together on camera, I'm thinking. Yes, you heard it here and we've captured it <laughs> on tape. I would imagine your styles are quite different. You kind of annoy them into going, don't you? They sod this. Whereas I'm, I'm sure like, you're very charming, Yvette. I'm like a sort of celestial plumber trying to force something down the U-bend. <laughs> get down, get down, you know. <laughs> Banging them with a a, a ladle, <laughs> a ladle, <laughs> a ladle, a spiritual ladle. Get down on through that you bend. That's what I'm like, a spiritual plumber, if you will. With oh, uh, let's call it a stool, a, a stool that will not disappear <laughs> into the celestial sewers. <laughs> I'm not in that word used for years. Stool. No, you know, to describe a poo. <laughs> well, what do you not? Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, our fans were like this. They like this sort of talk. This is completely their wheelhouse, isn't it? What would you, I mean, just getting away from the supernatural and the scientific talk, which we're about to, we're working to enter, yeah. what do you normally call uh, a human stool, Ben, if you were, if push came to shove? You know, I mean. <laughs> But there's nothing wrong with poo. There's no, there is nothing wrong with poo. Poo on your lips, Yvette, is really, you know. Ladies and gentlemen, can I ask a quick question? I'm sorry, sorry. Before we get into that crap again, oh, just, just to bring us back from the toilet. Um, you know, having seen what you've seen, and I know you've been, I was a massive fan of Most Haunted. Having seen and experienced and sensed so much and heard so much, how on earth do you get to sleep at night? Because I would absolutely. just be shitting myself 24-7. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, well, I watch Mary Poppins. If I come on the way home, I'll have the soundtrack to Mary Poppins on in the car. Oh. And then on my on my laptop in, in bed, I'll have all the lights on. If it's been a particularly harrowing experience, <clears throat> excuse me, and then I will watch the old 1950s classic of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, <laughs> that, oh Will, Willie the Stool. <laughs> Winnie the Stool, I call it. Winnie the Stool. And... Oh, um, you're going to ruin it for me for the rest of my life. Oh, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. Ever again. I normally, coincidentally, to, to get myself off, I, I shake under the duvet <laughs> quite a lot. And I find that, as you described the other day, nature's own... Sleeping pill, Sleeping yes. pill. Oh, well, yes. look, can you please tell us, first of all, are you doing any audio recordings of uh, your book? The latest. Yes, they're, they're already out and they're Lovely. on Audible. And um, oh, the voiceover is done by Barnaby Edwards, who has done a lot of Doctor Who <clears throat> right. stuff. And he has a very deep voice and he's rather marvellous. So, yeah. yes, you can get the audio books out and both of them are out now. I would love to do a voiceover. I can't quite get down to the lower you know, reaches. You want a nice, you know, a nice, I can try and get down You've got them top octaves, right? I've got the top octaves, yeah, oh, most yeah. certainly. Spectacular. Yvette, please tell us, you can buy this book at all good bookshops, can't you? Yeah, yes, you yeah. can, everywhere yeah. and online, which is great. Oh, wonderful. I can on, yeah. what, what I can honestly say about this interview now... Ten. You probably can't hear that down there. Ten for Yvette Fielding. Oh, I've got a ten. Yes. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> My darling, thank you so very, very much. It is a oh. 
I mean, wonderful to speak to you. I would love to do something. Maybe we could film something together sometime. Well, absolutely. And um, I think it would be really good maybe if we did something, I don't know, maybe in, in time for comic relief or something like that, because I think Super. people will need a little bit of comedy relief, yeah. won't they, with everything that's going oh on at the moment. God. We you were know. just saying that when Linda arrived at my house, I said, you know, I said, we do need something, don't yeah. we, to well, just perk ourselves up a little we bit. We made the mistake of asking each other how we were, and it's just like, well, I think I'm all right, but everything else is just turning to absolute yeah. shit. Everything it? was terrible. Well, let's try and do comic relief before Mr. Putin blows us all to kingdom. <laughs> Tom, uh, Love lots you of lots. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye. Thank you. Anyway, no, I'll get you on the telly as well, Linda. Really? Yeah, you've stood there with a face like a slapped ass while everyone else is joining in. <laughs> oh, I could do that. The Daily Mirror lead with this story. Can we have the spooky music as you uh, read the title, please? That's right. it. Lovely. Man who came back from dead reveals what afterlife is like and then blocks it from memory. <laughs> Ridiculous story. <laughs> Alistair Blake suffered something more suffered something more than a near-death experience as he was actually clinically dead for 90 minutes after suffering a cardiac arrest before he was successfully survived. What a terribly constructed sentence. Huh. One man who had a... Now, so basically, this blog is that, and it's in Australia. One man who had a similar experience to what I said was the late Kerry Packer. Do you remember? He was the former Channel 9, uh, Channel 9 owner, and he was a cricketing bloke, wasn't he? Right. Kerry Packer. He died for eight minutes after suffering a heart attack in 1990. And... <laughs> He famously said, I looked this up, I've been on the other side, son, and let me tell you, there's fucking nothing there, Packer famously said. Anyway, go on, carry on. So this bloke... Blake uh, said, yeah. a lot of people ask me if I saw anything, and no, I did not see anything, he said. No bright lights, nothing like that whatsoever. Well, that is absolute balls. Right. I don't know what's worse. What? So he saw now... Yeah. He said it was there was bugger all going on. It yeah. was he saw nothing. So what was just sitting there twiddling well, his thumbs. Not, not only that, he said this. This is what it says in the, in the Daily Mirror. On the other side, he said, this is so depressing. Sorry about this, everyone. On the other side, he said there was a complete void, a nothingness, with no lights, no sounds, and no voices. And he said the experience was so frightening that his brain has blocked it all out. So how does he know what he saw? I think. Well, that's true. How does he remember? If he's blocked that? it out, maybe that's why he's seeing nothing. Well, yeah, that that's possibly but true. Is that worse or better than Sandrea Mosses's version? Yes. Yes. Of what sounds like uh, a very dreary old people's home where you do sort of basket weaving and angel sculptures and that. Well, that's what I want to say. We know from previous episodes, yeah. episodes that there are people up there selling bags of feathers. Which you <laughs> yes. Drop down. There are choirs. You can go to angel making workshop. Yeah. Can't you? Uh, during the terrifying ordeal in 2019, Alistair's wife, Melinda, woke to find her husband gurgling Bloody and hell. unresponsive in their home. She, she performs CPR of a husband of 35 years whilst I actually waited for the ambulance to arrive. But yeah, he said, technically, I was dead for 90 minutes. I remember going to bed on the Saturday night. Next thing I remember was waking up Thursday morning on a trolley. So you're right. How does he remember any of it? How can he speak authoritatively yeah. on the afterlife? I've got to tell you, I've been up there. Yeah. I know what goes on. And, and is it boring like he's saying? No, it's a bit like... Do you know centre parks? Yeah. 
it's a place where the weather can't spoil Right, anything. yes, yes, yes. There are people in the rudest of good health mm-hmm. walking around. You can hire a bike and all yeah. this. Well, you can hire a bike at Centre Parks, but they make a right song and dance about it and make out there's none left. And you can turn see the, them all, can't you? Turn the music off, just a second. We're now just going to have a quick chat about Centre Parks. What's the problem with Centre Parks? I've been to Centre Parks a few times, yes. right? Because I've got a friend who works there. Yeah, OK. Well, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Exactly. So they've yeah. got me in. And I don't know whether it's because I'm on, they know I'm on a freebie or whatever. Yeah. But every time I've been, they've not had any bikes, even though I can see in the yard loads of bikes. Really? Yes. This is something that when hotels or resorts advertise something that doesn't happen. I'm on tour at the moment. Yeah. I'm not going to name the hotel, but it was quite a nice one for once. We were in Leeds. Okay. So I turned up the... Sorry about this, folks. I turned up there with my tour manager, Alex. Yes. And we get out and he said, would you mind going in? I'm going to sit outside. I don't know where to park. Where's the car park? You go into this place. And the bloke says, oh, no, the car park's full. You'll have to go round the corner. Late at night in Leeds, I've given my all with Mm. Ramon. Yeah, been giving for hours. Been giving for hours. Ramon didn't stay at the hotel. He buggers off elsewhere. Mm. And the bloke is like, oh, no, there's a car park, like an NCP round the corner. When you book a hotel, and I'm going to name the hotel to you later. Okay. For you to go on and slag it off. You do not expect to have to go round the corner and spend 20 quid with all your props and all your bits and pieces in the back of the car to leave it in a, in a car park somewhere. Also, the way you're dressed as well, it's very theatrical. I'm not sure how well that'll go down in a dark street in Leeds. Dressed like I am, they expect you to go down in a dark street in Leeds, i tell you that. <laughs> and for that story... Judges have their scores. Yes. Loves it. Thank you. Let's move on now. As, yes, you know I had the Halloween party. Yeah. You were wonderful. She dressed up so beautifully. Well, if you're going to do it, do it, I say. Oh, she looked all, you know, you had that sort of zombie look about you, didn't you? And bits hanging off, all you... Yeah. You know, was it was it prosthetics or...? Well... No, it wasn't. We'll, we'll draw a discreet veil off. <laughs> you're just a bit tired. I'd have a heavy night the <laughs> night before, if I'm honest. Yeah. And uh, Ruth turned up. Yeah. Well, have a listen to this. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, oh! <laughs> Hello, Ruth. Um, come in, uh, do, do come in. You're quite early, there's only a couple of people here. Um, Trick or treat! Yeah, I said 7th... Right, come through. Come, come in, you come in. Say trick! Are you... Yes, trick. Are you coming in? Trick, trick, whatever. Trick! There's the trick. What? What is? What's the trick? There. Well, there's a bit of scrumpled up newspaper. What... Inside. Hold on. Yeah, plastic dog turd. Very funny. <laughs> Great. What's what's that for? That's for not inviting me in the first place. Ah, oh, very good. It's that's a real one. Ruth. That's a real shit in a bit of paper, Ruth. What are you doing? Where's Linda? Oh. That's Linda's. That's Linda's poo. Oh. She put it there. Linda Pooak. No, it's not Linda Pooak. Get, can you go, Ruth, please? Go. Where's Linda? Oh, God. No. Oh, God. I have a drink. Right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Can you put this in the bin, please, Ruth, you dirty dog? Time now for something which I know Linda loves because she does have a very stressful time. Yes. And if anyone's got a job for Linda, she's still looking for a job outside I know, but some of the jobs I've been offered through this... Oh, God, really? Yeah, I'm not that... Listen, (laughs) I'm fed up, not hard up. This will maybe relax you a bit if you're having trouble sleeping, worrying about work. Yeah. It's my neighbour Barry's... Oh, God. Yes, ASMR section of the show. Hello, Barry here with another ASMR treats that you off to sleep. Oh, you're all nicely tucked up in bed. Let's have some little trigger, trigger, trigger words to make you feel all nice, to give you the shivers sort of from mind. You're in your Jimmy James in bed. You feel all nice and clean. You've had a nice bath, you As I give you the names of some lovely soaps. All nice and clean on clean sheets. Simple. Dove. Beauty. Cream. Bath. Olive natural moisture pear, pears, amber soap bar, rights, traditional soap, imperial leather gentle pear, shield, bar soap aqua, Nivea eco refill. Tesco Mate Tope Soap Alice Scott Pair of Oats and Almond 
Time now to turn to our favourite publication. Oh, yeah. It's Take a Break, Fate and Fortune. And we turn again to spiritual love coach Dean James Fox. So good they named him twice. So good they named him twice with a made-up name, it sounds like. He gives advice on soulmates and sex. And I've got to tell you, despite asking... Nobody has got in touch with us to ask us, you know, any any problem-solving questions. We want to help you with your spiritual love connections, guys. Exactly. Why is that? Why won't you turn to Linda? Yeah, because she's a witch. I mean, that aside, she does have some very useful information. Some of them witches pretty sexy. Exactly. Can you read that out, please, from Dean James Fox? Why can't I find my perfect life partner? Question. I split from my partner of nine years over a year ago and I've had a lot of disastrous dates since then and saw a psychic recently who told me it will be a year or more before I meet my life partner. Will I ever meet someone, says Ali, 38 of Kent. This is what Dean James Fox says. You're not ready for the one just yet, right? Well, she's 38, so... Do you know what I'm hearing? Before we go into what Dean James says... Yeah, turn this music off for a second. That smells like desperation, right? What? You split from your partner over a year ago, loads of disastrous dates, yes. and she's worrying that it'll be a year or more before she finds a life partner. Uh, uh, uh. That feels like she's scrabbling around for someone. Quick, quick, quick. Oh, yeah. The first opportunity it'll be... Is that your Willie? Yeah, exactly. no one wants that, now, do they? as Phil Collins once said very wisely, you can't hurry, love. Oh, yeah, he also said... You do have a dirty bottom, I've seen it. I think that was on the Genesis second album, wonderful. It feels like she's trying to really sort of rinse people out for love and it's not the way to go. It's too desperate. (coughs) The answer is from Dean James Fox, whatever his name is, James Dean Fox. You're not ready for the one just yet. Well, I'd get cracking off. (laughs) Try this ritual for mending a broken heart. What a lot of... Place a heart-shaped stone or crystal in a bowl of water. Add a flower head to the water each day for a week. Say, this flower is my gift to my heart. On the last day, dispose of any dead flowers. Repeat, not everything will last, but it was beautiful while it did. Well, nothing even started, let alone that. Change the water, put back any flowers that are still alive. The changing of the water is to show you that we all need change to survive. The dates you have are just showing you what you don't want in a relationship, learn from them, don't run from them. I don't know what any of that means. If you want to come to a... What I suggest, if you want a relationship, stick a boob tube on. Yeah. Dress some up, lippy on. Put some lippy Look a bit... Ta- fuck all that with the, with the flowers in the water. Dress up all tarty in that. Do you know what I mean? And before you know it, it'll be a case of... Is that when you wash your bottom? Oh, sorry, press the wrong one. Oh, it'll God. be a case of... No, hold on. That, that's 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 what I meant to put on. Yeah, so what do you mean? I mean, you know, do yourself up now. You don't have to dress tarty, but look, make yourself look a bit presentable. I just think that you're going to attract the wrong sort of person with that back signal that you're putting up. And yeah. it's, it's a signal saying, quick, 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 I'm lonely. That's right. You're only going to get dickheads. Yeah, that's right. Come on, love. Are you mad? They'll take one look at you and go, Oh, 
fucking God. God. Do you understand? I think a bit of self-care. Yes, that's and, right. And listen, self-pleasure. Work out what you oh, like. Whoa, 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 whoa. You don't need someone else necessarily. <laughs> no. Do you know what I mean? Why do you have to find a bloke for that? Just work out who you are before you try spreading it around with other people. Now, do you understand? Do you hear that? That is proper advice yeah. from a lady who's lived, and for that reason, <laughs> ten points to Linda. You damn straight. Why don't you get in touch with us if you've got a question? If you want, if you want advice on love, on life. Or anything, we are here to help you. And I tell you what, Linda knows a thing or two because... Linda is shit. I don't know what's wrong. I keep... Linda is shit. Sorry, sorry. I'll tell you what it is. It's it's because Linda's getting advice from the other world. It's It's clever. It's clever. And it's getting into Linda and it's telling you the way it has to be. Linda, Linda. Yeah. uh, Can I ask you what you're going to be doing now when I kick you out of this converted garage that doubles as a studio I've got to go to Asda oh my god well that's enough of that I was hoping for something a little bit better well, you than wanted that. honesty one for that will you join us next week please yeah. until next time from me and I'll leave you with Barry White oh good but until next time namaste guys Bye-bye. bye 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 Well, that wasn't so bad, was it? You enjoyed that, didn't you? And I enjoy giving it to you. And I'm going to give it to you next week, too. Ooh. All right, Barry. Give it a rest. It just remains for me to thank, oh, Linda Pollock, Yvette Fielding, Eric Lawton from the Theatre Royal St. Helens, Ruth Abbott, <laughs> and of course you. I want to get hold of you. I want to massage your nickname. I want to flick your nipples with my tongue. I want to pull my panties down, pull yours down, pull yours up. And then I want to pull mine up and then just go about my own business. Ooh! Thank you, Barry. That That's getting a bit dirty now. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you again next week. Come on, chin up, everyone. Namaste. Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, all the old back catalogue and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fady Nail.